Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, February 12th, and this is your FT News Briefing. European IPOs are off to a hot start this year, and so is corn. China can't get enough of the grain, and it's causing prices to surge. Disney attracted millions more viewers to its Disney Plus streaming service, but that wasn't enough to outweigh the entertainment company's theme park troubles. Plus, Elon Musk may be Bitcoin's most effective cheerleader, but how close is the cryptocurrency to mainstream use? We'll talk about the possibility. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Companies are floating in European public markets at a rate we haven't seen in years. Initial public offerings on Europe's stock exchanges have sold nearly 8.5 billion euros in equity through 16 deals. That's according to data provider Refinitiv. The European IPO market hasn't had such a hot start to a year since 2015. A majority of the equity sold, about 70%, was in companies that have benefited from the pandemic as lockdown consumers and businesses shifted to e-commerce. The IPO surge also highlights how companies are capitalizing on increased demand from investors and a recovery in valuations across global markets. Disney's streaming service, Disney Plus, continues to be a hit. It now has 95 million subscribers, with 8 million new viewers added just in December. But it's not enough to offset all the hardship the company is having because of the pandemic. Disney yesterday announced that $2.6 billion was knocked from its operating income in the most recent quarter. Here's the FT's U.S. media correspondent, Anna Nicolau. Disney traditionally makes a lot of money from theme parks and movies, and that's basically been subsidizing its big bet on streaming, which is the future, right? But it still is loss-making, and it will be for years to come. But Anna, investors still seem willing to look the other way. Can you explain why? So investors have basically bought into Disney's push into streaming. To Disney's credit, it's made enormous progress. I mean, when you add Disney Plus with ESPN Plus and Hulu, they have almost 150 million subscribers. And it's only been a little more than a year, which is just completely, I hate to use the word unprecedented, but it is literally unprecedented. Netflix never grew that quickly. So because of this, they've basically earned credibility from investors and they're willing to be patient. So it's it's this really interesting dynamic. I think one analyst actually after earnings said, Disney trades at a monstrous 74 times earnings, a valuation more common amongst cloud computing giants or electric car manufacturers. So it's pretty remarkable for, you know, obviously Disney is an old storied company that is now trading like a tech stock. Anna Nicolau is the U.S. media correspondent for the Financial Times. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Mark. And in financial markets, the week was all about cryptocurrencies. The price of Bitcoin hit a record high yesterday of more than $48,000 for a single Bitcoin. Now, this comes after two major U.S. financial institutions both announced cryptocurrency services. One was MasterCard. On Wednesday, it would begin moving cryptocurrencies directly across the card payments network. Then on Thursday, the venerable BNY Mellon announced it would soon provide custody services for digital assets on the same platform that clients use for traditional securities and cash. 
And we can't forget about the boost to Bitcoin from Tesla founder Elon Musk. He didn't just tweet about Bitcoin. No, he announced that Tesla had bought $1.5 billion worth of the cryptocurrency. To help me make sense of all this, I'm joined by the FT's markets editor, Katie Martin. Hi, Katie. Hi, how are you doing? Good. So, Katie, I want to talk about Bitcoin. I also want to talk about something called Dogecoin, which became a thing somehow. (laughs) Um, and, you know, why we've been hearing about them so much over the past few weeks. Yeah. So um, Elon Musk has been excited about Bitcoin for some time, but it's been a little bit difficult to tell how serious he is about it, particularly recently, because he's been touting Dogecoin, which, as you mentioned, is another cryptocurrency, which it is literally a joke. It is literally, a, it's based off a meme of a Shiba Inu dog saying like, wow, crypto, such currency, you know, just yeah. like meme talk, right? Yeah. I mean, it's literally a joke. And um, if I remember rightly, so it rallied by something like uh, 950% from the middle of January up to towards the end of the month. It hit a high of like eight cents. Wow. I mean, this is what what we're talking about here. You know, it's the good people of Dogecoin have no kind of pretensions of, of grandeur about them. They, they don't claim that this is going to kind of be, you know, the currency that, that takes over the global financial system, unlike some Bitcoin proponents. But, um, you know, a lot of kind of market professionals say the way that you can tell that there's a pullback coming or there's a crash coming in global stock markets is that speculative retail accounts start doing some crazy stuff. This is some crazy stuff, but there's no sign of that crash coming. So it feels like there are some quite interesting dynamics going on in markets at the moment. So so does Tesla buying Bitcoin and and Musk tweeting about it validate Bitcoin as a currency? You know, what does this mean for investors' views on Bitcoin? So the constructive view here is that the fact that Tesla is going to work on using Bitcoin for payments we might end up looking back on this as a real moment. Like mm. This was the time a big name started to really think about using it like a kind of normal currency, a way to pay for stuff. We have seen a few payments companies. We've seen a few banks get more involved in this. The spits and spots of kind of announcements out there of relatively mainstream bits of the financial system that are taking crypto more seriously. But the Tesla move could be something we look back on as the moment where it really, really caught on. But it's quite important to remember when this announcement came out and Tesla revealed that it had bought all of this Bitcoin, that pushed up the price of Bitcoin by 18% in a day. Mm. Now, it is not normal for normal currencies in normal times to move around by 18% a day. And uh, there was a note out from UBS saying this kills the pretense that Bitcoin can be a currency with a stable store of value. Yeah. And, you know, what does that volatility look like in real life? Can you think of an example? You know, if we were going to start using Bitcoin in the same way as we use euros or sterling or dollars, say you were paying for a cab journey. You get into the cab and, and the price of the journey is likely to cost X. By the time you get out of the cab at the other end, the effective price to you of that journey can be up by 5%. It's not unusual for the currency to move around on that sort of scale. That's just not a meaningful way for consumers or for companies to run their businesses now. So, Kitty, were there any other big market stories that caught your eye this week? The other really big story for us in the past few days has been about... Brexit in the city, really, like what happens to London financial services now that we are fully out of the European Union. 
new data that we got hold of this week shows that Amsterdam has overtaken London for EU share trading. So we're only, you know, just over a month into Brexit proper. So you haven't seen this kind of sudden collapse either in UK markets like sterling or in the way that the city works. But there is just this death by a thousand cuts where pretty much every day, every week, there's another part of the city that is gone and it's not coming back is the, is the bet. And so every time you get a new story like this, every time you get a big new marker that something that the city has cherished has gone, it just rings those extra alarm bells around what is the city going to look like in five or 10 years time. Right. Enough of these stories and there will be a cumulative effect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Martin is the FT's markets editor. Thank you, Katie. No problem. Thank you. And now to the commodities market, where corn prices surpassed $5 a bushel. That's the highest in nearly eight years. Behind the surge in demand is China. The country's always been a big soybean importer, but its recent purchases of corn caught analysts and traders by surprise. China bought a record 11.3 million tons of corn last year. More than a third of that came from the U.S. And last month, the U.S. Department of Agriculture said China had bought another 2.1 million tons. That's the largest single sale to the country in history. One reason for China's corn buying spree? Pigs eat the stuff. And China's rebuilding its hog herd after the African swine fever killed off more than a quarter of the world's pigs. The country is also low on stockpiles after a drop in domestic corn planting several years ago. And before we take off, a bit of news about the founders of the networking site LinkedIn and the video game maker Zynga. Reid Hoffman and Mark Pincus are working on a deal to buy a flying taxi startup called Joby Aviation. Sources tell the FT that the deal values Joby at $5.7 billion. The merger would be done through a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company, and it would provide Joby with a listing on the New York Stock Exchange. The 11-year-old company is based in Santa Cruz, California, and in December acquired Uber Elevate. That was the flying taxi arm of the ride-sharing group. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FD News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help from Gavin Coleman, Michael Bruning, and Amy Keene. Our theme song is by Metaphor Music. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.